Hello, hello and welcome to this Monday 14th of December as we look ahead to the total eclipse of the south node in Sagittarius new moon. So it will happen on the 15th of December at 2.24am Queensland time and this is in the delicious and wild sign of Sagittarius. So astronomically the new moons occur when the moon moves in front of the sun and light from the sun is no longer shining upon the moon so that we can see it. And astrologically, new moons occur when the moon and sun meet up at exactly the same degree of a sign. In this case, it will be meeting up in Sagittarius. And an eclipse happens when the sun is within 8 degrees of either the north or south node. And in this case, it will be in 8 degrees of the south node in Sagittarius. So because this new moon is in the sign of Sag, it also activates its opposite sign on the axis, Gemini, and this is where the north node currently sits. And we had our full moon in Gemini on the north node on the 30th of November, the blue moon. This south node eclipse will be pretty powerful for you if you have personal planets in 23 Sag, 23 degrees of Gemini, 23 degrees of Virgo, or 23 degrees of Pisces. They're all the mutable signs, which means mutable signs usually flow easier. Cardinal signs are initiators, kind of bossy. And the fixed signs are more stubborn. But the mutable signs are more likely to flow, so there's a lot of flow in Sagittarius time. So the total eclipse is very strong due to the electromagnetic frequencies, the solar storms. Everything that comes from the sun is halted for those few, few minutes, which gives us absolute and total humanic autonomy. Humanic, I just made that up. It's like Mother Moon is shielding us from all communication from the Father. She's kind of giving us a break and allowing us to totally sit as our human selves without our overbearing light from the patriarchy maybe is a good way to look at it. Sagittarius is higher truth and its opposite axis Gemini is knowledge. And I feel as though, and I've been talking a lot about this with um, my friends and women I know, the important part of this right now is to stay human and to stay human, we really need to embody each experience as our own. When we take our experiences out into the into the world, or sorry, if we take our experiences from the world, then what we're actually doing is taking on someone else's knowledge, someone else's programming. But if we take that knowledge into ourselves and percolate it and think about it, walk with it, really live with it, then it comes out as our own embodied experience. And that is how we stay human, how we stay grounded. So it's very easy for us to receive knowledge then regurgitate it as our own. But when we deeply we deeply embody that wisdom when we create the alchemy of our own experience. So we can invite air in to give us clarity around information. Earth, we can invite that in to help us create foundations around our learning. The element of fire helps to inspire us with new, new thinking and that can also transmute old programming into new awarenesses. We can invite in the element of water to clear away all of the unnecessary, unneeded information. And this also helps us flow with the energy of life into our own truth. And it can be the basis of that magic soup, that magic sauce that our wisdom sits in. When we stay human, it invites us to sink deep into how we feel in our physical bodies. 
our emotional, mental, and spiritual body, um, well, they're not as tangible. They're very real, but they're not as physically tangible as our physical bodies are. So that's where we really need to be right now. If we're stuck in our emotional body, we're outside of ourselves sharing our energy and experience with another person, if we've been impacted by another. If we're out in our mental bodies totally, then we're taking ourselves out of our physical body to avoid those painful physical experiences. And we can also use our spiritual body to completely bypass everything, to bypass emotions, to bypass what we're thinking and feeling and just sit in the light or say we're sitting in the light and that we're perfectly fine. But to be human right now is to really be in our physical bodies. So this helps us develop strong earth-based structure within us so that the rest of our bodies, our emotional, mental and spiritual, have somewhere solid to connect to and to anchor into this reality because it's very easy to hang out in other realities and avoid everything that's going on here. In shamanic astrology, the south node of the moon is the role we had in our tribes in previous lives. So our moon, our moon placement is an indicator of which tribe we have been part of. So for me, I have my moon in Sagittarius and my south node sits in my eighth house of Scorpio. So my role has been transformational catalyst, which is Scorpio, and in the tribe of the philosopher and teachers, which is Sagittarius. So for everyone as a whole, this south node in Sagittarius time will be here for all of 2021. And it's really inviting us to get deep inside, deep inside our bones, deep inside our muscles, with what programming have we allowed to come in or has been forced upon us that we don't even realize. And it's asking us to release it, release those structured religions and following what we are told to do. This eclipse is so strong that we'll be resonating with it for about six months. And the invitation plus the medicine, so the poison and the cure, is both to release, release, release. Release anything that's not true for you and dig into what is really true for you. Learn about what is true for you. Because when we learn what is true and authentic for us, we are able to connect easier in community with people who are also proudly in their truth. And then we have no fear of judgment or non-acceptance. Because the instant we judge ourselves, we are hiding from a part of ourselves that is wanting to come to life. And our authenticity is no longer, well, it's no longer there. It's no longer available. We can uh, protect, when we protect others from our truth, it really stops their ability to have freedom of thought. So what they think about us, if we give them a facade of how they should see us, then they don't get a chance to decide what is true for them as well because we're kind of doing what we think they want us to do so that they'll like us or love us or accept us. But if we sit in our own truth and we're just really genuine, then it gives them the opportunity to decide, yes, I genuinely like this or no, I genuinely don't. Thank you very much. But we can't really force another person to like us. We're also being invited to question our points of view, to ask, is this really true? Is this really what I need? And if it no longer fits, am I boldly able to go forward in a different way? And it's also an invitation to say this thought is true, but I also feel like this opposing thought is true. And how can I hold both of those truths and not be like, well, I think this is true, so I can't think this is true. And I feel like staying curious and not getting locked into a fixed way of thinking 
will help us not to get stuck in a thought process, in a thought pattern, in a community of people who think a certain way or in our families who think a certain way and won't let us release from that. So can we flow like the Sagittarian centaur? Can we point our bows towards the open waters of wisdom? Can we create rivers of truth in each moment so we're stepping out of the structured ideals and ideas of who we are, who we're told we are, and all of the constructs that we've encountered throughout our lives through school and community and family and friends, the uniforms we wear. There's an invite right now to close out these old parts of ourselves, to release them. The ones that are being that are married to being right, that thought process where it's like I must be right at all costs to save my wounding, to save my ego. The medicine for being constantly right is curiosity so rather than saying I'm right and you're wrong say okay I feel like I'm right but you feel like you're right so let's see how we can like bring this together and let it be a truth for both of us and it will be a powerful portal this new moon to do that to release that so can you give yourself an agreement at 2 24 a.m on the 15th of December to say hey it's okay not to get a full night's sleep. I know I've always been told that I have to sleep for eight hours and I have to go to bed at a certain time and I have to sleep until the light comes up or my alarm goes off. But can I wake at 2 a.m. Queensland time? Maybe light a candle, pick a few oracle cards, ask what the energy of Sagittarius moon cycle is offering and then call in the energy of the directions. So for new beginnings, I face the east I call in the energy of morning, birth and spring. I also invite the element of air. This helps my mental clarity and clears heaviness within my head. For co-creation and procreation, I invite the energy of the south, which is to me represents midday youth and summer. Along with fire, I bring that into my um, base chakra to transmute blockages and to inspire me into new thinking and new ways of connecting with the earth. For the wisdom years, I look to the west and I invite in the energy of dusk, old age and autumn. And also here I invite water, which helps clear heaviness through my heart and allows me to be in the flow of life with love. And in the direction of the north, I call in midnight, death and winter. And this helps me stay in rebirth and transformation in each moment. With every breath is an opportunity to rebirth and transmute heavy energy. And being stuck in darkness is the most horrible place to be. And as soon as I get there, I'm like, okay, I have to sit with this, what is causing it. But I, I scramble out of darkness as quick as I can because I don't want to be stuck where I was a few years back when I was everything was dark. I couldn't see above my eyes because it felt like there was a black cloud there constantly and I never want to go back there. So I really have to keep my vibration high. So with that invitation for midnight, death and winter, I'm allowing myself to experience death in each moment. I'm dying to this old feeling. I'm experiencing the rebirth that's coming into me from going through this experience and then transmuting it out. And with the direction of the north, I invite in the element of earth and this helps me ground and structure in new experiences into my body and my day and then after you've done that you can just sit and allow the wisdom 
to come in and feel your own authentic truth when the moon is being blocked by those programmings of the sun that we've been surrounded with. And then just make an intention to just be, just be human, just to experience everything, to stay curious, to stay open, to release what's needed to release and stop fighting what's needed to release. And I hope that you all have a fabulous day, a fabulous new moon.